Good morning, everyone. Happy Wednesday, and welcome back to the Institute Insider Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Maria, and on this channel, we cover all things beauty school, from the admissions process, student life, and the success that follows our students when they leave. We represent the Institute of Beauty and Wellness in Milwaukee, as well as the Abeda Institute Madison in Madison, Wisconsin. On today's podcast, we are going to be talking to Margot Ice. She is a cosmetology student at the Aveda Institute Madison. This is not a new gig for her. She has grown up watching her mother as a cosmetologist herself. She grew up loving hair, but hey, I'm not going to speak for her. So let's just give it out to Margot. And here we go. Good morning, Margo. Haven't seen you since our photo shoot at Madison. How have you been doing? I've been doing good. A lot has changed, obviously, since then. And I had my online class this morning. It's been going well. We're trying to get as many hours as we can so they can get us out, graduated, so we can keep continuing on with life. So how is hybrid learning going for you? How has that been? Well, in the beginning, it was just a big change. I think just like a lot of people have this opinion that change is hard. Yeah. And it all happened so quickly. Like all of a sudden one day I was packing up my stuff from Madison. I was going home, couldn't do much. But Aveda made it very easy and like worth our time because they had Kurt do men's cutting with us. Vivian, she did like updos and women's cutting with us. So they made our time like very worthwhile because I have other friends that are in beauty school. And they're just like super jealous that we're actually doing things like they have classes about like wearing deodorant and she's like this is awful like we're just sitting at our houses watching like hygiene videos so I'm just like really thankful that we had all these opportunities and then like Susan made it possible for us. Yeah that's super fun I loved the beauty care series. I thought it was cool to see a bunch of different programs and a bunch of different industries all come together to push student education. I think that's awesome. So are you excited to get back on the floor? When is your class moving back to campus? So actually, I have been on campus for maybe like two weeks now. I do online Tuesday and Wednesday, and then I'm at school Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. But like Mm -hmm. right now, we're just like getting back into school, trying to get like our tech evals done so we can like have models. And then we have a lot of like learning to do with the guidelines. So like masks have to be worn at all times. Our temperature gets taken. And then we have to wear face shields for like close contact. So like getting waxes done or like makeup done. So we're just slowly but surely getting our way back into the building. How do you feel about the protective aspect of kind of going back in how are you feeling are you feeling safe how is that process going for you I feel very safe about it everyone cleans everything it's sort of like you touch it you clean it and like it does sort of suck wearing like a face mask because I know I personally get like really warm but like everyone has to do it so I think it's just something that's gonna have to get used to it but otherwise like I really appreciate it took our temperature before we get in because then I think it makes everyone feel better because otherwise mm-hmm. people could just show up and you don't really know if they're actually healthy or they just like don't want to lose hours. That makes yeah. sense. So you are in the cosmetology program at Aveda Institute Madison. What phase are you in at this point? I am finally in my last phase. I just did beading. 
Okay, cool. So how has your program been? Like, what has been your favorite topic you've learned so far? Oh, it's so hard. We've learned so much. Yeah. I think <laughs> my favorite thing is just like seeing the transformation. And I feel like color has the biggest transformation. And there's like so much you can do with it. And like, it's just like fun. It's like you're painting. Like, I don't know. I just, it's different every time. It's never the same. So I really enjoy color. That's exciting. What are you most excited about learning in the future? So right now my program, like even today, my instructor asks, like, what is something that you want to learn? And that's something that Aveda always does. They're always asking their students, like, what's missing? What do you want to learn? Like, what do you feel like you're not like 100% in? And personally, I just want to learn more about like textured hair. Because in the city that I'm from, it's not much of like very textured curly hair and I want to be able to provide a service for people with textured hair so that's what I'm hoping to learn in the future and she said that she would love to like help us with like cutting curly hair and stuff like that I just love like the natural hair like I have six straight hair and I see people with curly hair I'm like that is just beautiful I'm like please don't straighten your hair like it just it's beautiful like trust me I know it's so so pretty I agree I have I like to say it has a wave, but let's be honest. I think that's just, I think it's just how it lays. My hair is straight too. <laughs> so Margot, I kind of want to start from the beginning and ask what initially got you interested in the beauty industry? So actually my mother is a cosmetologist herself who owns her own salon. So since the day I was born, my mom has had her own salon connected to her house. So almost every single day I would just walk in there and it just like normal to me to see it. But then as I got older, I obviously had mannequins around the house, which apparently not every kid did, which I thought was weird. <laughs> but I would just start braiding all the time. And I did that. And then also I got to high school and I started doing everyone's updos for dances, like homecoming and prom. And I always thought of it just like as something I like to do. Like some people like to play like the trumpet or something. I was like, I like to do hair. And I didn't really realize I can make a whole career out of it. So then I started talking to my mom more about like her career and her like journey doing this. And like, it really interests me. Like it's something that I actually enjoy doing. And I always think of that like quote where it's like, if you enjoy your job, you never have to go to work a day in your life. And that's like my goal. I don't want to like be somewhere where I'm behind a desk and I just like hate my life. I definitely feel that. When did you know necessarily that you wanted to pursue it? Was it in high school, like during that time that you were doing, you know, makeovers on your friends or was it earlier when you were playing on mannequins? When did you really know that that's what you wanted to do? So the school I went to for high school, they started bringing up college like all four years actually. But like during sophomore and junior year, they really are like, where do you want to apply? Like, what do you think you want to do? And they always were saying like the four-year college, which like a lot of people ask the standard, like, okay, you graduate high school, let's go to a four-year college. And like, I just didn't really see, I'm like, okay, what am I going to do? I'm going to go there and I'm going to pick a business. So I was like, I could do sales. That's what my dad does. And I'm like, I don't know. I just feel like I'm not going to love that. Mm-hmm. Like, it sounds nice. Like, okay. But then am I going to want to do this for 50 years? So then I think it was the summer after my junior year when I was like, okay, Margo, graduation's going to come sooner than you think. You get your stuff together. And then I was like, I really enjoy doing hair. Why can't I just make that my career? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. 
And then, I mean, it's super cool that you had your mom as inspiration, but what do you kind of want to bring to the cosmetology world that say maybe your mom didn't have in her education? Yeah, of course. So my mom is really like fascinated with like my education to see like the difference. So one thing right away that she's like, you need to teach me this is balayage. When she went to school, balayage was not even invented yet. And like, she's, she's not that old, but like she's older to the point where like balayage wasn't a thing. So mm-hmm. that's something I want to bring to the table. And then also like the textured hair about it before, like people in my town, if they have really curly hair, they travel like an hour just to find someone that feels confident in cutting their hair. So I want to be that person in my town where like anyone can come to me with anything. I don't want anyone to feel like I can't handle their hair. Definitely. That's honestly, that's really cool that you personally, you know, your town, you know what the needs are there and you find a way to fill that because obviously someone else isn't. So, you know, speaking of that, is that kind of what you're interested in doing afterwards is you're going to join in on your mom and make it like a family business? So as of right now, my mom's salon is a one chair. Mm. So her previous salon, she had some employers and I think it just like didn't work out. It wasn't like a good fit. So she ended up doing a one chair Mm -hmm. and it's actually in our house. So it'd be hard to fit another chair in there. So I think after school, I'm going to go to a salon to get more experience behind the chair and like someone can like mentor me because there's always more for you to learn. Yeah. And then once I feel confident enough and like my mom is ready to retire, which who knows when that's going to happen, but then I would definitely want to take over her salon. That's cool. So you definitely want to end up becoming like your own boss. You're an independent worker from the sounds of it. Awesome. No, that's cool. And it's, it's good. I think that you're going to move to a salon first and kind of see just how salons run. So you can take that independently and grow yourself in the skills that you've learned. Yeah, definitely. So of course, you know, you grew up with, you know, hair products and stuff like that. So this probably wouldn't be surprising if you already knew of it, but did you know of the Aveda brand before entering the Institute? Shockingly enough, I did not. What? I know. Everyone from my town, they're like, where are you going? I'm like, Aveda Institute. And they're like, what's that? I'm like, it's actually like a really big brand. So I'm not really sure <laughs> no if it's like way. just my town. Yeah, I'm like, are we all in a bubble? So I was like, <laughs> none of us know what it is. And like everyone in my town calls it Aveda. Oh, love that. Instead of Aveda. And I'm just like, <laughs> whatever, just call it whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so this is going totally different than I thought it would. That's so crazy, but that's so exciting. So, you know, since you've gotten kind of that opportunity to play around with Aveda products, what would you say are your top three products? Okay, my top three Aveda products. Well, I am very used to my mom's products. So I will admit it was hard for me to use other products when you've been mm-hmm. using the same for your whole life. But honestly, I love Aveda skincare. Like my mom uses it and she's like, can you give me some more of this? Like she's obsessed. Yeah. But <laughs> I really like the hydrating like anything with hydrating it really just gets in your skin and I love that Mm -hmm. so like the intense hydrating mask like anything like that and then I also love the black mascara Mm. and like one thing I learned at Aveda is that like some mascaras have bat poop in it and like that just I know that's just crazy I'm like ew but it's actually like in the ingredients if you look at there's like a different word for it 
but it gets in the ingredients and that just like blew my mind and that's just like showing like how companies really do weird things to make their products work and like Aveda doesn't do that so like every time I put my mascara on I'm like no bat poop going on with my lashes today <laughs> I'm gonna have to go look at all of the tubes of mascara I have at home and you're gonna kind of throw me for a loop I'm I'm not putting any of that stuff on my eyes anymore <laughs> yeah okay. it's crazy uh, word to the wise guys check your mascara tubes you do not want bat poop on your eyes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then my last thing would be their glosses. I love them because I hate when glosses like stain your lips and then when it comes off, you look like a wreck after like you eat lunch. Mm-hmm. And I like they have they always have the scent of like lavender and like mint in them. So it just like feels refreshing on your lips. And I just, like, I have the agave, which is, like, the gold shimmer. Mm. And, like, I love it. It goes with every outfit. It's, like, a little something-something. That's awesome. That's a really, like, well-rounded list. And I am I am glad that you're kind of, like, digging the makeup. I feel like a lot of people, they're, like, oh, yes, skincare. Oh, yes, shampoo. But we have a really cool makeup line, too. So I'm glad that you like those products and you would consider those top threes. That's exciting. What drew you to the Aveda Institute? So I remember one day I just went on my dad's computer and I was like, beauty schools in Wisconsin. And then a few came up and a few, my mom was like, you're not going there. Cause like she knows about a few of them that have been like open a long time. And then we saw Aveda and we looked at it and like looked at the website and it's very professional. And then I came to Madison and met the former administration, Katie. And she was so welcoming. And like, my dad went on tours for colleges with my siblings. And he always hates the people are trying to like sell the school. And he was like, Katie is like the one person that like didn't drive him insane. And I was like, well, this is not about you, dad. This is about me going to school here. But like, I'm glad you like her. But it was awesome. And like, you're on the floor and I got to see everyone like working. And I liked how Katie knew everyone's name. I'm from a small town. I went to a school with 60 kids in my graduating class. So, like, you know everyone's name, their parents' name. And I liked how it was sort of, like, a small group. You knew everyone. You weren't going to come to school every day and, like, have 1,000 faces you didn't know. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And I feel like this is one of those industries where it really does need to be a passion. And our goal is just to find that spot for you. So it's really cool that Katie, you know, took that opportunity for you and was patient and, you know, really found the place that worked for you. So when you ended up applying, did you apply for the three-day class full-time? Like what worked out best in your schedule? Personally, I did the full-time right away. I'm a type of person that wants to get in there and I want to get out. So... I did full-time for sure. So let's jump to kind of your classroom. You're in the full-time class. You know, who are your instructors? Who do you spend most of your time with? Um, In the beginning of my program, I was with the instructor, Haley. She taught us like color, the intro, hairdressing. And then later on, we had Danielle. She did like nails. She did like texture with us, I believe. And then she did a lot of our online with us. And then right now I have Sam online and then Danielle at school. 
so I have a good amazing group of instructors and it's like nice how there's like different instructors not with the same one you get to know more people so it's been going very well definitely how does each instructor inspire you or what what is the benefit of having multiple instructors and multiple points of view when learning well especially in this industry with like hair everyone sees things differently so having different points of views is very important and you can go to every teacher and they have insight like they've all gone through this so they all have advice to give so that's like one great thing that they all have very different paths so just like different insight to like how your career can like work out that's helpful and it's real humans that have real world experience and I think when you're coming from you know even you seeing your mom work I mean that's a lot different than your own personal journey going through this industry so having those different perspectives will help you grow as a service provider yourself. Yeah, of course. And also while you're at school and like before a whole like coronavirus, it was like part-time and full-time. And like the part-time instructors would always like help you out if you like had a question. Like there are several times where like I couldn't find one of my instructors because there's a lot of kids in there sometimes. So I just go up to a part-time and they are more than like happy to help you, which is like awesome. Big happy family. I love that. Yeah. Even though I'm not their student, they still know my name. Aw, I love that. So we talked a little bit about kind of like what drew you to Aveda Institute Madison specifically. We talked about what stood out to you. But I kind of want to talk about Madison as the city. You know, what do you like about the city of Madison for attending school? I really like attending Aveda Madison because it's a very like college campus. So even though I'm not doing the four-year college like in the dorm, I still have that whole experience. And like, honestly, I'd rather not be in a dorm. I like my apartment a lot more. It's bigger. <laughs> it's a lot more comfy. But I just yeah. like, I go out and like everyone's my age. It's like a fun town to be in. I still feel like I'm a college student, even though like I'm not one. Cause like all my friends tell me stories and like, I'm happy that I can like relate and like tell stories too. Cause it's not like I'm just somewhere randomly in a city and I can't really do anything. There's so many good restaurants around your area. What's like your go-to lunch? Oh, that is so hard. I really enjoy the Muya. Their sandwiches are so good, like their hamburgers and their sweet potato fries. I always get the shareable, but I never share it. That's relatable. (laughs) So that's so relatable. (laughs) Oh, man. So have you ever thought of specializing in any form of cosmetology. You know, there's hairstylists, there's colorists. Um, it Does any kind of specialty interest you? For me, in where I plan on to live, I want to be sort of towards home in some way. So I really want to be a place that where like families come. So really, I'm going to be really into like cuts. I want to do colors, just things that people like me, they're going to keep coming back to me. But I also have done the course to do eyelash extensions. Hmm. So I have my certificate in that. And I also would like to do hair extensions. So I want to do the basics and then I want to be able to give more. Definitely. So being able to kind of be like a Swiss army knife with cosmetology, but having these added specialties like eyelash extensions or regular extensions. That's awesome. Exactly. 
So, I mean, while we're on hair, let's talk about it for a second. Like, what are you into hairstyle-wise these days? Like, what trends are you totally about? Well, during quarantine, I definitely had a quarantine haircut. I, like, chopped my hair off the above my shoulders. And honestly, I just love it. Like, my thing right now is I want all those girls with super long hair that's, like, dead at the bottom. Let's just chop it off. Like, girls, you got to chop it off. I want some clean cuts. <laughs> and I also really like, like, highlights, like, in the summer. Personally, it makes me look tanner. I feel more mm-hmm. like, ooh, I'm a blonde. Like, let's have some fun. That's what I'm really into right now. A big thing about, you know, being a service provider, especially in 2020, is marketing yourself on social media. I see that you have a professional Instagram. Honestly, you have like a really long feed at this point. You, I feel like you have like 80 photos already and they're all super consistent. But, you know, how do you plan to show your personal style and professional style on Instagram? And, you know, what do you want people to feel or see when they reach your page? Well, as of right now, I just want my page to look very like sleek and uniformed. And I want to try to put as much of my content out there because I know in today's world, before anyone would ever come to me, they're going to look me up. And if they don't like what they see, they're not going to come to me. So right now, I just want to like put out like what I've been doing. I've been doing a lot at school during quarantine. Like people are coming over to my apartment. They're like, I need a haircut desperately. I'm like, can I take a picture of it? So that's what I've been doing. And I haven't really put anything personal on there. I have, like, one, like, highlight thing of family where it's, like, a picture of, like, me and my family. But otherwise, I haven't really put me on my account. That is something I will want to do eventually. I think when I more have, like, a family. Because, like, right now, I feel like people aren't going to want to see, like, a college girl, like, living her best life, you know? No, but, I mean, you could always do it more of, like, a vlog style, like you know, like a face-to-face tutorial? Are you talking about your favorite products? There's definitely a way to showcase you while still making it related to your work. Yeah, I guess I never really thought of it that way. I just have never really been that good at like videos and like tutorials. Like I'm good at like this type of conversation. When I talk to myself on a camera, I get really awkward. I mean, this conversation has been entertaining thus far. So, I mean, I think you can entertain a few hundred people on Instagram. I think you got what it takes. I would love to try. (laughs) Maybe I'll give that a shot pretty soon. Definitely. Try it out. That's exciting, though. I'm glad that you kind of, like, are using it. It's a super good platform, especially for creative people like us. Like, for sure. And I'm glad that you're using it. So... We're kind of like nearing the end here, but is, you know, is there any advice that you have to students thinking about applying to the Institute's cosmetology program? What would you tell them? I think one thing I would tell them is don't stress over things that you cannot control. If you can't control what happens, control how you react to it. Because this Mm. year has just been a whirlwind. I thought I was going to be done with school in August and then there was a pandemic. And then I had to move everything online and I had to move back home. And then like, nothing is anyone's fault, but it's just so easy to blame people. And I think you just need to remember, like, take a step back and like, just realize that there's nothing you can do about it. And this is all going to work out at the end. And like, something like this could happen again. They keep saying there might be another like 
outbreak in fall. So I think like everyone in the world's in the same boat. Like no one is thriving because of this. We're all just trying to get through it at the same time. Don't let coronavirus take over your life. Continue to live and continue to learn the best you can. I love that. And then what is something that you wish you would have known before beginning school? Honestly, it's harder than I thought. You need to have an open mind because like you go in and you think like, oh, this is going to be easy. That's what everyone tells you. They're like, oh, it's beauty school. Like who can't do beauty school? But like it's harder than you think. And it's a lot in your mind because everything you do is with your hands. So when something doesn't work out, you get frustrated. Like you want to be able to do it. So I think that's like one thing is like, I didn't go in thinking like, oh, this is going to be hard. Like I went in like, oh, my mom's a hairstylist. I've been doing updos, like I'll be fine. But like, there's a lot more to it. And like, it makes you appreciate hairstylists a lot more. And I sort of wish like every person in the world had to do one day of beauty school and like understand that like, it's not as easy as you think it is. And like, it's a lot of hours on your feet. Like I remember after school, like the first week of school, I called my mom, I'm like, I understand why you had the support holes. I'm like, I think I might need to buy some myself. Cause you're just standing for long periods of time. I appreciate the openness of that, you know, especially as someone who grew up knowing kind of like the ins and outs for you to still be challenged, for you to still have an open mind and being like, you know, there still is a lot for me to learn. I'm not a pro just because I grew up with a mom who's a cosmetologist. There's so much more to it. And I think that is a great point of just being open being ready to learn and really being able to absorb every possible thing you can. And plus, yeah, get some orthopedic shoes or something, you guys. You're going to be up on your feet for a long time. (laughs) So, Margot, we were past. We are present. Let's push it out to future. You know, it's five years from today. Tell me where you're at, where do you want to be, and what do you want to be doing? Oh, okay. I, in five years, I would like to be sort of like settled down. Like I want to know where I want to be working because my mom has her salon in her house. So I won't be able to keep like the same location, but I do want to stay like close to that. So I'm thinking like Mequon area, Kohler, Howard's Grove, something like that. I just want to be like in a family community And I really enjoyed, like, my mom having that. Like, everyone just came to her. She's always busy. And she also can make her own schedule. So she never missed any of my, like, basketball games or volleyball games. And that's what I want for my life. I want to be able to work when I can work. And then I can, like, take off when, like, I want to go out and live and, like, experience things. I don't want to miss out because I have to be at work. Definitely. So five years down the line, you want to find true balance. You want to find like the answer to that balance and where that work is going to go. That's, that's so important. You know, that's more important than people think. And I think that's a good goal for five years. Yeah. There's just like so much that can happen from now to like then that you like don't expect to happen that can really determine like what happens. So I think as of right now, I'm just trying to like find stability wherever that may be. 100%. Okay. So You know, just kind of as a final fun question, it's summertime. What is your favorite thing to do in summertime in Wisconsin? My favorite thing to do in Wisconsin would definitely be going to my cabin up north. 
It is my favorite thing. Going on the water, going tubing and skiing and just getting a nice tan. You sounded so Wisconsinite saying that. <laughs> I'm going to go to my cabin. I'm going to go on the water. You know, then we're going to go tubing. I, I love Wisconsin. We, we have to make fun of ourselves. Come on. That's exciting, know, though. Where's your cabin? It is in Shano. <laughs> I am from Shano. You're joking. I'm not. I, do you I love live on the chant. That's so lame of you to ask. I do like <laughs> Sundrop, though. <laughs> no, I, um, yeah, I live on the channel. We have a boat. Love Lake Life. That's so funny. What a so small goofy. world. Super small world. I know. I love it. Well, girl, let me know next time you're up there. <laughs> I'll be there at some point. I'm going to go home this weekend. <laughs> go spend my time on the lake. But hey, is there any like final thoughts or shout outs that you'd like to include before we end this podcast? Um, if I could give a shout out to anyone, it would be to my family. No one supports me more than they do. Every time I go home, they let me give them haircuts, colors, whatever they can do for me to help me learn. Because they say the best thing is like hands on. So they're always like, when do you need us to come to Madison? And like, it's a two and a half hour drive. So they don't mind making that, especially like even my cousin, she's coming here two and a half hours, leaving at like six in the morning to be my model at 8.45 in the morning for a haircut. That's love yeah, right there. I'm pretty lucky. That's a great support system. And what a great shout out. I want you to follow Margot on Instagram. It is excellence period in period styling, excellence in styling. Clearly she's excellent in styling. It's worth saying again. But hey, give her a follow, check her out. I hope you have a great rest of your day. I hope to see you sometime in Shano. Oh, thank you, this is awesome.